Thank you for joining the Inside Tailgating Podcast. Before we get started, let me tell you about the American Cornhole League. The American Cornhole League promotes and develops cornhole as a sport on every level. Get involved in local leagues and tournaments to qualify for the $50,000 championship of bags at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort, July 21st through the 24th. College students can register now for the first ever College Cornhole Cup on April 23rd at UNC Wilmington. For more information, visit iplaycornhole.com. Get in where you fit in and throw it down. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my number chairs ready. The weather was quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? Tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. And welcome to the Inside Tailgating Podcast. Ryan Alessio with you. We're brought to you by the American Cornhole League. And today we're going to talk about the NBA Finals and preview that. And we're going to do that with J-Dub from Hot 101. He's been a guest on this podcast before. Gave us great sound advice on how to hook up the perfect setup for your sound at your tailgate party. And now we're going to talk some finals. But first, in case you missed it, on our website, InsideTailgating.com, uh, we have a great crockpot recipe for your tailgate. And I know what you're thinking. You're going to bring the crockpot to the tailgate party? You're damn right we're going to bring the crockpot to the tailgate party. Reason being, a crockpot, which is the man's best friend when it comes to being a culinary professional, because it allows you to make it as though you can actually cook when you don't have to really do anything. The magic of a crockpot, you know, you're getting ready for work in the morning, you're tired of going through the drive through for the fifth time of the week, and basically what you do is you set yourself a crockpot, you throw meat, potatoes, vegetables in it, and you come home and you have magical food, and it makes you as if you can actually cook when you can't. So why not bring a crockpot to your tailgating party? And that's what we're going to do for you on Inside Tailgating. If you go to our website we got a great recipe for a tamale dip, and I think next time you're going out tailgating, whatever the case may be, you already got electricity out there if you brought sound, if you brought your TV, if you brought a cooler, if you got a little mini fridge. So there's a good recipe there that isn't very difficult, and you can set it, and you can leave it, and then you can enjoy a great dip out of your crock pot, even in the tailgating lot. So we help you out pretty much with everything when it comes to food, gear, and how to good to, how, how to have a good time while you're tailgating. So make sure you check it out at InsideTailgating.com. We'll be back with J-Dub, and we're going to talk about the NBA Finals in just a minute. Tailgate Giant is your online tailgate superstore. Get geared up for the NASCAR season by getting the latest chairs, tents, accessories, cornhole boards, and other tailgate games today. Visit TailgateGiant.com and pimp out your man cave or tailgate party. Gather around, wipe the smoke from your eye, grab your drink and hold it high. Whether mascots or numbers on a hood, root for the colors you think you should. The battle's in there on fields or in lanes. Win or lose, it's only a game. Spoke and laugh and condescend as long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my number chairs ready. The weather is quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready?
back Shay. inside tailgating podcast ryan alessio joined by j-dub who was on before helped us out uh get the perfect sound for our tailgating party how'd that come out uh it's f- for me great i never hooked up such better sound in my life there you go and so did our listeners out there I'm glad i could help anytime that's why we value you here as well. <laughs> so today uh, as we sit here in youngstown ohio and I, I try not to go into Homer mode, but I can't help myself sometimes. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you do. And you got the Cavs, you got the Warriors, the NBA Finals are set. Uh, first off, I just have to say, uh, being Cleveland fans, we know what it's like to see a team that we love essentially choke in the playoffs. Right. And I will say I feel terrible for the fan base of the Oklahoma City Thunder that had to endure a collapse very similar to what Cleveland teams have done when you're up five points with... I'm sorry, it was even even worse when you're up seven points with five minutes left, and that seven points and that five minutes, you're on your way to the NBA Finals, big upset against the Warriors, 73 wins, MVP on the team, and you're on your home floor, and you're about ready to celebrate that you had the biggest upset you'll ever have, and you go, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. all over the place. Well, it's like it's like a welcome to Cleveland moment. Yes, you know? absolutely. So I, I, my, I do feel bad, and my hat is off to the faithful down in Oklahoma City. I've been in that arena. I've been down there. I know they love that team, and that just plain out sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's all I got. I, I'm sorry that had to happen to you, but we're gonna play the Warriors, the Cavaliers, Warriors, and this is gonna be what I think might be the highest rated NBA Finals of all time. It might be, just for the simple fact that it's a rematch from last year. You have Steph Curry, who is the flavor of the year, of the last couple years. He's the new face. Versus the old guard who isn't done yet in LeBron James. So here's what we never got. And I don't want to necessarily focus on just the game on the court, because I know what you and I will do. We'll be like, well, we're going to win in four. So, <laughs> Well, actually, no. I think it's going to go to six games. Yeah, I think Cavs in six. But let's look at it just from a perspective on how big of an event this is going to be. We never got to see LeBron Kobe. They thought in 2008 they were going to get LeBron Kobe. That's when Nike had the the puppet commercials out. You remember those? Right. Uh, that was they were all hilarious because the Cavs had a great team or so we thought. And they won 66 games and the Lakers won 60 plus games and they were just everybody in there, we were ready. We're going to get LeBron Kobe for the title. And then the Orlando Magic showed up and showed us that we weren't really that good. Mm-hmm. And we didn't make it. So we never got LeBron Kobe. You know, you 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 got Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, but it was kind of the end of the road for Magic Johnson and that Lakers team. So you, they got swept. It really wasn't what it could have been. Right. Um, Nobody was in their prime. No. Well, the Bulls were. Yes. <laughs> but that was Obviously. not it for the Lakers. And, you know, going through the 2000s, you had the Lakers on their run with Shaq and Kobe, but really nobody they played like the Nets. They did lose one to the Pistons, but again, these weren't highly contested must-see TV matchups. And you had the Heat. They played. The Spurs was good. I mean, it had some juice behind it. But I don't think recently you've seen a series where you're going to get two just basketball prodigies in their primes going at it. Both from Akron, Ohio. Both from Akron. 
How ironic is that? You're from Akron. I am from Akron, Ohio. All good things out of Akron, huh? Uh, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you like? What do you just think of the how Hollywood and how big the coverage is? Like, I, I, am I out of line saying that this might be the most watched, most covered, most anticipated? NBA Finals in years and years. I mean, decades, really. I, I I see where you're going with it, and I want to say yes, just for the simple fact that, you know, this is the rematch. Now, it's going to be ironic if, you know, Cleveland wins, and then both teams end up back in the finals next year because it'll almost be like the best out of three. If yeah. that makes any sense. Oh yeah. Um, but we really can't get to that point yet because we have to win our Let's first. We have to we have to win our first title in you know fifty two plus years. That's where it's been since Cleveland's won any type of title. So Cleveland fans are are freaking out because of how good the Cavaliers are are playing right now. Their ball movement, their shooting percentages are just skyrocketing through anything that they've seen through the entire season. They're hitting on all cylinders, not to mention everybody is healthy. Whereas last year, you had LeBron. That's it. And J.R. Smith couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. No. With with a basketball, so it's almost like it's redemption for LeBron, redemption for Jr., uh, redemption for Kyrie and Kevin, just for the simple fact that they were hurt last year. So this is going to be a big, big finals for Cleveland, even though Vegas has us losing and being the underdogs. And that's fine, but I think everything you just mentioned when it comes to how the Cavaliers were shorthanded last year, and you kind of got gypped out of seeing both teams at full strength. So you're right. The storyline nationally is great. Like, even if you're just a fan of basketball and maybe you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan and your team's out and you're just watching it because you love the game, you do have these incredible storylines. You have, like you said, you had LeBron trying to go alone last year because of the injuries, because of what we had available. So you didn't get to see the Cavaliers at full strength. And now... From that perspective, they are at full strength. So you already got that cooking. Now the Cavs are at full strength. There's no excuses. Then you have from the Warriors aspect. They won 73 games. They came back from a 3-1 deficit in the Western Conference Finals. They have the league MVP two years in a row. They're the defending champions. And they have one of the most popular players going right now against a guy that is probably the most recognizable sports figure on planet Earth. Can it get any better if right. you're the NBA or the Disney Corporation that's going to have all these games? Right. Like, you just have to be, you got to look like the, the big smiling Eaton Park cookie because you know <laughs> that you, you got the golden goose here. Right. No, I mean, and, and you do. And what makes it even better is the fact that last year Cleveland didn't have any type of bench whatsoever or starters. Yeah. Um, and this year, you know, Cleveland actually has a bench that can produce. And then you have the Golden State Warriors where last year their bench kind of helped carry the team. This year it's kind of so-so. I mean, it hasn't really changed a whole lot, but I, I believe – I don't want to call myself a Homer fan for saying this, but Cleveland has a more impressive bench. I'm sorry, they do. I on, on a defensive standpoint. Yeah. And a scoring standpoint. Yes, they do. I wonder if you could take those ingredients of having the better team, having what looks to be a complete roster finally, and 
you know, it kind of if if you if you're looking at it from like again outside of the two cities that are playing, if you watch that Believe Land thing, and you watched what it's actually like to be a Cleveland fan, I, I just I wonder how a casual sports fan couldn't. I don't want to say root because I don't like the pity rooting thing, but wouldn't you just think? God, can the, can Cleveland just get it done? I mean, that's going to be a big narrative, too. Right. Uh, in professional sports, the Cavs haven't won in 52 years, like you said. So Well, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. The, the, the damn three of them <laughs> can't win nothing. And I, I wonder how big of a narrative that'll play into it, too, because, like you said, underdog already in Vegas is the Cavs, and Cleveland's kind of the perennial underdog in sports for the last 50-plus years. How big of a storyline do you think that'll be going up against what people would perceive as, even though I might not and you might not, Goliath and the Warriors? Right. Well, at the same time, you got to realize, too, right now in sports, you have the guy, like you said, LeBron James, who was, who was the darling of the NBA, now really perceived as the villain so to speak even though he's back home in Cleveland and we don't think he's a villain anymore but he's perceived as the villain compared to Steph Curry who is the darling now mm-hmm. of the NBA and it's just it's almost like it's the good versus evil so you don't think the narrative that we haven't won in 50 years won't play into it well no it will 100% but I think it's in some instances it's like good versus evil in some instances for the we, fact, eh. people people perceive LeBron as the evil. Yeah, people don't like LeBron. They just don't like him. They just don't like the guy, and I, it is crazy. It's and it's because he's been to six consecutive NBA Finals. Put that in perspective. Well, I mean, they showed the list. It was six, seven. I think it was seven Celtic players from the fifties and sixties, and LeBron. Those were right. the only guys to make six straight Finals. Do you think that maybe? I don't understand, honestly. It doesn't seem like there's a middle ground with LeBron, and I wonder if what you say brings up the fact that that's why people aren't jumping on the Cleveland bandwagon and go Cleveland, go get it, because they just don't like LeBron. They Yeah, they don't like LeBron, and they look at Steph Curry and they see the blue-eyed darling. You know, look at me, look at me. I'm Steph Curry chucking up threes. Who are all the kids in, in uh, you know, yeah, go high, school high school sports? Game now. It's miserable. It's it is miserable because everybody wants to chuck up a three from half court. You know. Yeah. So I, that's a good point. LeBron James is non popularity with a certain percentage of sports fans might be the reason that you don't see this overwhelming overwhelming Cleveland support. Right, right. 100% with that. And I guess it's just because he's been so successful and everything that he's done in his career. Everybody's just kind of, and I like to call it the Nickelback reference. Oh, yeah. Where you've done so much in your career and you are so successful at it that I'm tired of being you thrown down my face and in my throat because of how successful you are. Could be, and I think that's why the you know, LeBron's suffering from the whole Nickelback factor. That's what I like to call it. Just over it. Yeah, I get it. Animals, 
You're great. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you're great. I'm tired of hearing you, yeah. just in a different fashion. Okay, you're on a different team. You're still amazing. Six NBA Finals. Great. You're complaining because you didn't make the MVP, but yet the guy who did make the MVP basically has the same exact stats as you, except for yours are just a little bit better, and you didn't get the MVP. Stop whining. I mean, that's that's the LeBron hater mentality. Yeah, it is, and I, I think there are a lot of people maybe tuning in because they want to see if he can actually win one and if not wait to start tweeting how much he stinks yeah, spewing how, hate know. yeah and I think you'll get a lot of that too and just thinking about how you have east versus west coast and all of that and plus it's two cities really I know one's in California, but it's Oakland. Let's not act like Oakland's the vacation destination of America. <laughs> and I know Cleveland isn't either, so I'm not trying to bang on the cities because, trust me, I, I know what Cleveland is right. or how it's perceived. I think it's great, but again, the pers- and I'm sure if you're from Oakland, you're like, it's great here too. But that's because you're from there. But you have Oakland, Cleveland, and you got two different worlds. you got the sunny California mindset, and then you got the gritty, hardworking, uh, dreary, rust belt mindset. Mm-hmm. So it is really a, a unique matchup when it comes just down to the teams in general and where they're from and the style they play and everything else. I really just feel like this might be one of those matchups, and I hope it lives up to it too i don't want it to be a you know if it's a sweep either way now we'd love it yeah we would love it i would rub it in every (laughs) zimby's face if i own disney i probably wouldn't love it but i i I, do you think that just take the wins and losses and what team wins or loses do you think this series can live up to where the hype is already starting to be pretty incredible I think it will. Um, I think it'll be a blessing and a godsend if Cleveland just works over. I would want that, but and at this at the same time, I would love to hear all of the. Well, Steph Curry was only at seventy percent, and oh, no one cried for us last year. Yeah, nobody cried for us, so I don't want to hear it. I don't know. I think it's I think it's going to live up to the hype. I think it's going to surpass any finals that we've seen in the past because it's going to be dirty, it's going to be gritty and I just uh, it there's going to be threes raining down from both angles. I think it's cool too because like you said it's going to be threes, it's going to be dirty and I think both teams can play in different fashions. So you might have a game where it's 125-120 and then the next night you might have 97-95. Right. And I think that's going to also add to the all the different parallels of these these games and all the different peaks and valleys and what's going to make it so entertaining to watch on television and going back to the overall theme is is this going to be one of the most anticipated highly watched right. finals in the last couple decades and I think there's just so many different little stories sub stories uh, even little things like Anderson Verjao is the first player ever to play on two teams in one year that both made the finals. Like, he was on the Cavs, traded him to the Warriors. So now, because Andy was such a big part of the Cavs in Cleveland, he was a beloved sports figure, that's just another little sub-story, is one guy from both teams who was beloved in one city and is now caught on with the other city. There's one. Uh, obviously the big one, you got LeBron versus Curry, and then you go down the line. You got Kevin Love playing in the finals. You Is he going to be able to 
do what he's done all postseason. You got Kyrie Irving, who got hurt game one last year, up against Steph Curry. Can Kyrie do enough to try to alleviate some of the current? Because he's not going to stop him on defense, so his right. defense is going to have to be his offense. You have, again, the Cleveland drought. You have the 73-win miracle season by the Warriors, because it won't mean anything if they don't win the title, so they got to win the title. Well, just for a fun fact, they measured up the percentages with the 96 Bulls compared to the Golden State Warriors, and the uh, Warriors still fall short to that Bulls season because well, the percentages. Well, understood, but it'll be really hard to make a case that they're not the best team of all time and when you win 73 games and the title. True. So that's their story. Uh, how healthy is Curry? Uh, you know, um, there are. Uh, have you ever seen a, a sports title game or series that has so many? I mean, the Super Bowl wasn't different bad. layer. There's just so you many different so many layers. layers. So yeah, you had Peyton Manning. Will it be his last game? Can he get another one? But actually, that was about it. This seems to have just layer after layer. Have you ever seen anything like that? How how dirty is Draymond Green going to oh, play? Who's he going to deep pants? Yeah, is is Kevin Love going to live up to the hype of being able to you know knock down some points, get some rebounds? Is Cleveland going to be able to dominate the paint, or is it going to be a solid perimeter shooting game? I mean, there's so many different layers. How well is Cleveland's defense going to live up to you know the perimeter shooting of Curry and Thompson? Uh, is Cleveland going to be able to be a successful perimeter shooting team with J.R. Smith, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and even uh, Channing Frye? Are we going to live up to all the hype? Is Cleveland going to dominate after being at you know a quarter of the team that they were last year? Just like you said, there's so many different layers, which makes this so exciting, which is going to live up to every single aspect of hype. And I think it's going to be the you know highest rated, just like you said, televised sporting event of of the year, if not for the basketball. Dec- for basketball, I even think I even think the year or even even be you know. Top- well, the Super Bowl is different because it's one game and it gets a hundred million people. Now you could be right that if you add up everybody after six or seven games, you might have a hundred some million people who watched it. I would expect, you know, since it's going to be on network television, to get. In the at least in, in the very very high teens, like 18, 19, 20 million people watching a game. Well, it's it's a world event too. It is. It's I mean between you know United States, China, and Europe, and uh, basketball transcends more than United States football does. So uh, I think it's going to be one of the most viewed, global. Glo- huge. Yeah, it's going to be huge. It's going to be one of the biggest global events because you got again LeBron, Curry, the rematch. Think of the talent in this. Think of, and this is the NBA's dream, because the NBA is a star-driven league. They want stars to play for titles. Stars bring in the money. They bring in the ratings. Football's different where any two teams can play for the Super Bowl, and you're going to watch it. And you might not even know two or three people on every team, but if you're just a casual fan and you get invited to a party, you're going to watch it. The NBA is not like that. And you hit the mother load. You really did. You And last year you might have hit it too, but unfortunately everybody was hurt. But like you said, look at the star power in the, these finals. You got Curry, who's all world right now. You got LeBron. You got Klay Thompson. You got Kyrie Irving. You got Draymond Green. You got Kevin Love. And, and then even the, the role players now get a little press. I, 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 if, if you're the NBA, 
are you just sitting in the office just drooling on yourself? Drooling, like, I'm so happy. Counting, counting the chips. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, look at this. LeBron's here. Are you Scrooge here. McDuck at this point in the money bin? Are you rolling around? <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at great. us. Well, it's your star power. And I mean, I felt bad because it's like Major League Baseball last year. They get a pretty cool World Series. They got the Mets and the Royals, but I don't know anybody who plays for those two teams. So right. it's like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And it's the Mets, so it's cool and blah, blah, blah. And the Royals haven't won since like 1980 or whatever. I don't know. But other than that, I'm like, hell, the Royals playing the Indians division, and I know like two of their players. That's where the NBA wins. Because there's only X amount of guys on each team, and if you made it to the finals, the NBA is real good with this. There's, I think football, you can get hot, you can get a little lucky. Hockey, if you get a hot goalie, I've seen seven seeds win the Stanley Cup. Uh, Baseball, you get hot pitching, you're good. Basketball, to me, is the one pro sport where the champion who is the winner, there's usually no doubt they were the best team. Right. Other sports, sometimes you'll get a guy a team that gets hot. Like the New York Giants do it once in a while. It's like they were 9-7 and seven and won the Super Bowl. It's like, what? Well, yeah. they got hot. Basketball, if you're the best team, you usually don't get upset. And that's why you could look back to the Thunder Warriors. The Warriors are better than the Thunder. And even though the Thunder choked away Game 6, and I'm, again, I'm sorry I brought that up, the best team is in the finals. Right. And it it, it is something else to know that you're going to have all this star power and – there's going to be no doubt that if both of these teams stay healthy throughout, you know you have a definitive champion. And I think that helps, too. Uh, it does 100%. I mean, you can't deny the athletic ability of Curry, Clay Thompson, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving in his handles. I mean, there's, there's so much. You can't. What do you want? You're watching yeah, everything. You're watching it all. You know, all right, yeah. There's going to be crazy plays, crazy dunks. There's going to be wicked three pointers. There's going to be random shots left and right. I mean, what can you ask for? I mean, what else can you ask for? I don't know, honestly. I, I think you're. You're exactly right when you say that. If you're the league office, you're a fan or a fan of either of these two teams, and you love professional sports, and you want to just see the best of the best, because that's also what's cool about the NBA. Those guys are the best. You're not going to get guys in there who whoops their way into the finals, and you're like, oh, good, somehow the Milwaukee Bucks are in the finals, and I, I have to watch... Whoever the hell's on their team, Greg Monroe and Antetokounmpo, or I'm like, I don't care about those dudes. I want to see Kevin the stars. Garnett. Isn't Kevin Garnett on that team? No, nah, he's back in Minnesota. Oh, okay. He's like an on-court coach kind of guy. Whatever. But that's what I mean. You're going. There's not going to be any doubt that these are the top basketball players in the world. Like Here, this is the pinnacle. Here's how it's going to play out. You're either going to see Curry be victorious. Or you're going to see the demise of Curry. You're going to see LeBron be victorious. Or you're going to see LeBron fall to his face. You know what will happen if LeBron goes 2-5 and in the finals. He'll get annihilated. And maybe Curry will too because of just what you said. 73 wins, back-to-back MVPs, and he gets beat by the King. What does that do for Curry's legacy? What does that do for his popularity? There's a lot on the line for both teams. There is. And it's just, honestly, I think LeBron's walking into this game. Again, this is me being Homer again. That's all right. I think LeBron's walking into this game, one, angry mm-hmm. and just driven, and then he's got that team on his back now 
where he wants them and hungry and driven as well. I think Golden State is walking into the game saying, we're Golden State. We won 73 this year. We beat the Cavs twice this year. This is our home. This easy is our work. house. This is easy win. We're the, we're the crown champs from last year. Easy win. It's Cleveland again. That's, they're, they're cocky. And that's honestly the perception that I get from the Warriors compared to the Cavaliers. Cavaliers are underdogs. They're walking in like rabid hungry. Well, you look at it like this. Uh, after the Warriors won game six in Oklahoma City, Steph Curry looked at all the Golden State uh, players. Then he looked at all the Oklahoma City fans, and he hoisted up the number seven to show Oklahoma City, we're taking you to seven. The Cavaliers close out Toronto on their home court, and LeBron gets the on-court interview, and the first thing he does is say how great the fans in Toronto are and how great of an atmosphere it was, and they should be proud. So, already, and, and to be for whatever reason, and I haven't figured it out yet, the Warriors are allowed to be cocky. Nobody calls them on it. <clears throat> but they are, and that's all right. They've earned the right to be cocky. They have. But I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup, and if you're a fan of basketball, man, you got to be just loving life, especially if you're the people who get to uh, put this stuff on TV and see how the the money starts rolling in from it, too. That would be pretty nice. Stacks start stacks stacking. Start stacking. That's what they're doing with the uh, Disney Corp right now because they are loving it. All right, before we go, uh, I know we've kind of just focused more on the, the the publicity and the media and the coverage and the spectacle, uh, but just real quick, what do you think the series? I'm Ca- going Cavs in six. I, you, you nailed it right on that. I'm Cavs in six. Sounds good. Because I'd love to see the Cavaliers come home and raise the. You know, Are we going to go help just annihilate Cleveland when they? I win? would love to. All right, I'll be there. I'm coming. All right, fire up the van. All right, thanks, J Dub. We'll talk to you soon. I'm out. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. We're going to wrap up the Inside Tailgating Podcast. Have you ever thought to yourself, man, it would be really nice to bring my TV to my tailgate? Well, now you can. The tailgate TV stand provides an easy way to mount your TV onto any vehicle with a receiver hitch. It also offers full 360-degree rotation to allow for access to gear and grub. Plus, it also allows you to adjust the view to avoid unbearable glare from the sun. Get yours today at tailgatetvstand.com. As long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my number chairs ready. The weather is quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? And thank you very much to J-Dub for joining us on the Inside Tailgating Podcast to talk about the media aspect and the coverage aspect of the NBA Finals and how big it potentially can be. And before we get out of here, I just want to let you know, go to iplaycornhole.com because coming up here, we got the championships of bags. So again, if you think you can play cornhole, if you're one of the best players in your area, whether it's your backyard, if it's your neighborhood bar, that tournament, don't forget anybody can play in the championship of bags. So that's coming up here uh, July 21st through the 24th at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort. 
and you can win your way in or buy your way in. And there's been a lot of updates and a lot of different times and everything being posted for the singles matches, crew cup, women's singles, mixed doubles, uh, doubles qualifiers. Uh, there's a bunch going on with this event. If you want to participate, make sure you go to I Play Cornhole and register, read all the information, and see if you can win that prize. And it'll be fantastic. It'll be fun. It'll be the best cornhole players around, and we're going to have a good time. So make sure you check it out. Get registered if you consider yourself, and you should if you have talent, one of the best cornhole players in the world. Check it out, iplaycornhole.com. All right, we'll be back next week. Don't forget all your tailgating needs. Check out insidetailgating.com. We got recipes. We got gear. We got stories. We got everything. And also, once again, we love content. If you have any awesome tailgating videos, make sure you send it to us. You can do that through Twitter or on the website. Uh, the Twitter is at tailgate with us. I'm Ryan Alessio. I will talk to you next week. And thank you for listening to the Inside Tailgating Podcast. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my lawn chairs ready. The weather is quite nice. We're about to tailgate, Shane. I'm ready. Are you ready?